actually involved with the creation of the internet. Well, yeah. that is true. Yeah, Al Gore was uh, part of an original, I don't know, like, because wasn't it something to do with the Pentagon? Was it around in the 60s, like on a military level? But it's always parodied on the internet that Al Gore apparently invented it. Uh, uh, sort of like Republican bloggers have a go at him. Yeah. Um, was the internet was around in the 1960s, like, but the normal person couldn't access yeah, it no, because no. I guess there were no computers. Yeah. But... They did. The, it was just the army sending uh, itself secret pictures of cats leaping backwards. Oh, yeah, true. Sure. Dangerous cats. <laughs> Dangerous foreign cats. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's true about original ideas just being laughed at. I mean, we've had original ideas on this show. Yeah. Our very own original concepts. Musical sign-offs for newsreaders. She was also fined $1,050. If she doesn't pay, she could spend 21 days in jail. I mean, you know, everyone will be doing that soon. Every reporter's going to have a musical sign-off. What about our great idea for a way of injecting new life into boring old oh, movies? Oh, that's the story of my life. No respect. Don't you know that? Please, 
left point, Godfather, no laughs. The live, the live audience sitting around in the Godfather, sitting on their hands, bored out. Rodney comes in, bang, kill. He's got some life in that old movie. Remember the first, like, three quarters of an hour? Mm. Of the Godfather. It was just a wedding. Mm. A tedious, boring wedding. Long shots of nothing. Oh, Rodney's the way to choose that up. Richard Marsden. Yeah, back in the 80s. Well, it was kind of our idea. Oh, you're going to bring up the fugitive again, eh? Goth night club. Oh, yeah. no. What about our idea of getting everything that Richard had ever said on air? Oh, that may. Yeah. Well, turning it into the ringtone, everybody wants the Richard Marsden wall of sound. <laughs> 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 about this this morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, Carl, Carl's onto this, Stefanovic, yeah. uh, the robot that hosts uh, the, Today, the Today Show, yeah. he is all over this, and he's got Koshy's gag book out, and he's taken a few notes, right. uh, and he, he laid this one on us uh, on this morning, I was saying, all right, uh, the beans, uh, oh, hang on, things have happened, the beans are ready, he off the, here we go, thanks Richard, providing robot noises, mine's beans being called back, Company says the new no critics say the new flavour should be canned. Those beans, would you? I wouldn't go racist if I had those beans. Well, 
Mexican jackal. But once again, a rat. Yeah. yeah, it was a Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, that's true. That's not helping. He's wearing a sombrero, though. That's true. It's a bean that's a little bit feisty, but still fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily criminal. Yeah. But the Indian snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an Indian snatcher or an Indian snatcher? I can't work out. I mean, rogue, fine, jackal, no problems, but chowing down on a snatcher. Is no, that that's what you want to do? That's not. How do you want your snatcher? No. <laughs> Mmm, top snatcher. This is great snatcher, Mr. Hines. What is this just on, isn't it? Jackal, rogue, fine, snatcher? Out of nowhere, that comes. Bizarre. I've never even met a snatcher in my life. <laughs> really? No. We wouldn't know it. And of course. <laughs> but they're always trying to think of ways to sort of distract you on in the bean paper. Mm. From the farting business. Yeah, that's true. See, they've always got to get... See, while, you, job. while you're thinking racism, you're not thinking farting. That's true. I haven't queued up any fart noises. I'll just have to do them myself. Hang on. Oh. Is that the rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely Mexican Jack. <laughs> or maybe a snatch. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't want to know. What an odd meeting. Mm. Okay. We'll be well, well done. Well done, marketing people at home. We'll be following that case. Some of the big stories over the weekend. Anything offensive over there, Mr. Martin? This is one of those stories you don't have to do anything to. Yeah. Uh, it came through last week, actually, in the town of Melbourne. Uh, a misplaced candle is believed to have started a fire that caused about 100 grand damage to a bondaging discipline parlour <laughs> in inner city Melbourne. And a metropolitan fire grade crews were called to the, uh, the correction centre. That's yeah. what the place is called. It's a good name. Uh, <laughs> an MFB spokesman said 18 firefighters were tied up for some time, uh-huh. but disciplined and controlled firefighting contained the blaze in one room on the second floor. Well done. If you're going to do a news release, that's the way to do it. And of course, absolutely no witnesses at the fire. Of course, no one's catching me here. I'm going for a run. Maybe, maybe there was only a couple of firemen that showed up, and everyone else was distressed at the firemen already. You guys are here. Yeah, we were here first. Uh, I'm just whipping this bloke because he was on fire. And I'm, I'm oiling this other bloke because it's fire retarded. I, I reckon a fire truck with 15 gimps on it shows up at a blaze. All right, uh, there are bigger stories to get to. And, of course, our audience's own ideas. Yes. Many of them better than what we're sitting on here. I'm just hopefully I'll never hear you screaming snatcher at me ever again. (laughs) If I get through the day and that happens, I'll be happy. (laughs) Well, the show's not over yet. Midnight Runners here again. This on Triple M. Now, what do we know about Dexy? Tone and Rich. Kevin Rowland, lead singer. Also, the Bureau came out of Dexy's Midnight Runners. Well, I was going to say that. But also, I once knew a guy that was a DJ at a retro nightclub. That is the number one song. The number one song for people who work in boring jobs in offices. At the end of the week, Friday, getting it on. That song. true. That's what he said. He said you can always tell the people when they walk in who don't like their job that they're a bit downcast. Humidori's in them. By the time that one comes on, bang, they're on with Jeff from accounting. Jeff gets a lot of action. So much action. What else? The best story, of course, about Midnight Runners. Dexy's Midnight Runners, not Charles Broden's Midnight Runners, is when they were on the BBC, Top of the Pops, singing Jackie Wilson said, and they instead projected a giant photograph of Jockey Wilson, the darts player at Big fat bloke with a pint of beer in his hand. Birth of soul, right there. Okay, what else? Ig Heavily is here. He's a prize king. Oh dear. Last week he was promising a brand new prize pack. But soon it became clear he was making it all up. I'll save you, Ed. What about a whole lot of cans of Heinz Indian Snatcher? Ah, uh, no. For everybody called in. No, no. <laughs> Very popular, apparently. Uh, don't worry, we've got our sponsor on board. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Nissan Navara. Ooh, look at it. With its massive pulling power. Mm. Did you take it out on the weekend? Got your license yet? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. You did not. Because yeah. it's still sitting here in the studio. Just crank it up, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> you like enough, boy? No. No. Give us a Oh, it made the whole 
it doesn't come with a klaxon horn, though. The Nissan Navara thing. Not yet, it doesn't. Hey, speaking of that, Bill sent us a very incoherent email. Hi, guys. You able to let me know where Bikini Kawa is? Yeah, I'm assuming he means car wash. Please, please own I car yard and the all very dirty <laughs> address, please, Bill. <laughs> this is the guy who's writing those emails for the real American company with their Nigerian golden peerages. Man, alive, you don't check your email for a couple of days at my place, and it's just peerages in gold and Viagra piling up. <laughs> Stacking up. What's your... Uh, you're in line for the throne in Nigeria. Yeah. Has anyone dropped off? How are you going? Oh, you were 10th or something last time we checked. I'm up to about 7th now. 7th in line for the throne. Luckily, I've got all that gold somewhere. <laughs> I don't think it's my gold. I'm holding it for somebody in the Ukraine. Are you? It's a complicated life you lead, oh, man. Don't open your email, people. <laughs> what did you get up to over the weekend, uh, Ed? Did you bump into Matt Dow? The well, mysterious, enigmatic mm, Matt Dow okay. on the pots and pans. Well, I was, uh, I was just walking along, uh, you know, the main drag, mm. busting it, and... Uh, with a couple of friends, homies, if you will. Yeah, and cool. we get in today, and apparently Matt said that he saw me on the street. Mm. Now, he didn't say hello to me. Unless he and, uh, and, and his lovely wife managed to morph themselves into an enormous goth couple, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much the only human contact I had. I got brushed by them. Wow. Where were you? What was going on? Just going to dinner with some mates. Wow, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You young people, your dinners, <laughs> your dinner schedules. <laughs> You're after dinner speaking, <laughs> and your rotary, and your lines. Okay, hang on a second. We want to have a line front, all right? I don't even know what those are. You think I'd be old enough to know by now? I I you, you look like a Rotarian to me. I don't even know what you that is. You to complain. Don't they complain about speed humps? Isn't that their main go? Rotarians? No, that's not their go. I thought they'd be pro-speed hump. Certainly. Oh, I don't know. They're helping the community. Uh, there's a petition in my street at the moment to get a traffic splinter installed. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm refusing to sign. Really? I think it's where they get a bit of concrete and paint it green so that it looks like grass. Oh, that's nice. That's always the kids can play on that. Yeah. So you'd be off for that. Yeah, I've been to that. Bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Marsden, what did you get up to on the weekend? Uh, what did I do? Uh, not oh, much oh, yesterday. Oh. I, just had a, I had a day off. It was fantastic. A day off? Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Because Saturdays is all full of uh, road riding, as you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then it's just sitting around waiting to see what gets yeah. on. Exactly, getting very excited. Any jokes on Rich? Yeah, got a couple of them. Oh. But, you know, I don't keep score. It's a team game. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> these mics go off. It's not a team game. <laughs> no, not at all. He told me that some of the riders started working from home. Is that right? What does that mean, Rich? Oh, yeah. You told me that. No, that's how I started working. Mm-hmm. Right. Working from the emergency wing, are they, Rich? A few hours, yeah. 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 Working yeah. Home. Great. Crank up music. they get great. Cables got cut through. Mitch, you all ruined that rider's room at road. Hey, we've got listener suggestions to get to. Oh, Murray's idea was great. So we're going to do Murray's idea. Murray. Oh, sizzle it up here. Sizzle. Keep them guessing. Or promote. Here, get this. My advice, understandable, uh, is that it's been cobbled together on the run uh, and uh, it's a major blunder. Triple M. People want to send us a message. What is the address for the website? Uh, Ed Cavalli, you don't even know that. Get triple m.com.au. Yeah, it's good. And then click on the picture of, of us. Yes. Uh, and you'll get to our page. And then there's uh, a way there. <laughs> Follow the links. There, there are so many ways that, that I, I don't want to have to go through them all. Have you ever been to our website, Ed? Tony, I go there every now and again when you go, look at this, look at this. Go, yeah, yeah, I know, Tony. I know. No, 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 look at this spelling mistake I've corrected. <laughs> That's when I go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a. Minefield of grammatical errors. I know. It's our website. There's a lot going on there, though. There's some very ringtones. Any uh, new ringtones? There are some ringtones, and we're going to get to that. Mm. But of course, don't forget to get this podcast. I think 87 is up at the moment. Okay. And that uh, starts clean, mm-hmm. ends blue. That's Good. All I'll say. That's the way I like to work. When Russell Gilbert arrives with his flat bag, Gilbert, that's where the trouble starts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a top hole, listen. Good. Uh, what about some music? Now, I thought today, uh, imagine a crowded house was still going. Yeah, I think that a lot. And I, um, I've taken the liberty of writing new songs for them. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we have uh, some music that might sound like... Two, three, four. <laughs> Thank you. 
combination on Triple M. It's time to get into the Nissan Navara. Okay. The only vehicle bloke enough to climb to the top of Talkback Mountain. <laughs>
Um, well, usually my husband goes and shaves and slaps on the aftershave and then lets me know it's, it's shaved and he's lovely and clean. And right. <laughs> so as soon as you smell cool water, you know it's on. I know it's on, that's it. You know that. The guy's happy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so does, the, is he just constantly on the shave? <laughs> oh, he's fairly regular. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the trouble when, he's, when Grizzly Adams is sitting around. <laughs> that's exactly right, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Donna. No worries. Hi Rob. Hi Rob, how are you? Good, thanks yourself. Uh, good man, how do you know? Well, I'm an interstate truck driver, mate, so the only time I know is when I get home from work from being two weeks away and as soon as I walk in the door, my wife grabs me and drags me into the room. No, oh, the girl's happy. Hey, wow, and so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, I don't want to... See, I was going to mention amphetamines, but I probably no. won't. I think our truck driving friends are getting sick of me, okay. suggesting they're all on the gear. Yeah, right. But the only gear I want makes the clothes I wear in the truck. Fantastic. <laughs> but of course, have you got one of these trucks where there's a bit of a curtain and there's a sort of a, you know, shag and wagon kind of an area? Yes, sir. If the air is a rocking day, come and knock them out. There you go. Okay. Easy way to live. Ever thought of uh, driving around the country with an orangutan? <laughs> I've actually wanted to do that just so I can get, get him to get out and give the pergie to all the car drivers. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, That's another of our ideas. Right, you got pretty good. Truck drivers and orangutans. Yeah. Let's get them together again, like it was in the seventies. <laughs> good old days. Bring it on. And Rob, do you have a semi? Is it a semi or is it? I'm a B-double driver, mate. Right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, mate. Marlin Dunbar. Very nice. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Rob. Hey, Nims, how are you? Oh, uh, pretty good, thanks, Ed. How do you know, bro? Um, well, essentially, it's. This is a former girlfriend. It was she hated me watching Late Night with Conan O'Brien. So it used to be watch the monologue, then stop watching Conan O'Brien. Really? I did. It was time for the girls happy. Wow! So you got to see the monologue as well. It was annoying because I I resorted to downloading episodes just so I could catch up. Thanks. It's throwing me out of whack. I'm getting behind the trying to watch TV. Well, wouldn't you be, that'd be the, the image of Conan would be imprinted on your mind when you got into it, wouldn't it? Yeah, and normally it'd be after he was, like, talking to Max Weinberg, so you have a double <laughs> bell there. Max <laughs> <laughs> Weinberg, getting you in the <laughs> 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 particular taste in ladies you have. Oh, it was quite bizarre. All right, I reckon one more. Very late. I agree. These are great. But how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Oh, great. How do you know it's time? Um, well, it's the next girlfriend. She used to put on The Gambler, you know, by uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> that did it. Yeah, absolutely, all the time. The girl's happy. And <laughs> yes, that's right, she was. And, and how do you know when it's time to fold them? <laughs> <laughs> and so, hang on, so as opposed to what we normally think of uh, from the movies, you can leave your hat on by Joe Cocker. That's right. That's right. You know, the uh, bit of Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers yeah. getting it going. Out of the county to kick it home. That is uh, quite disgusting. Yeah. But I love it. Well, why did, why did you guys break up? Uh, 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 just because of uh, just personal differences. I didn't like Kenny. <laughs> personal differences. I wanted a bit of Van Halen, Panama. Who is around the picture, Max Weinberg or Kenny Rogers? <laughs> uh, no, not either, actually. Yeah, well, fair enough. Thank you, Bart. Well, thanks for the call, bro. <laughs> Start for life. Started off so sexy, this thing. It's <laughs> just ended up being a complete mood destroyer. <laughs> we're sorry for those people who were spending uh, lunchtime making some love. Yeah. I don't think we've helped. Nah. But hey, in the next hour. Hey. Right. Smoke does good impression. Great impression. Is that an excuse to get the listeners on board with some of that action? Uh, yes. I don't think we've ever done no, that. No, we haven't. Because, you know, everyone else does. <laughs> everyone else does. <laughs> but it sounds like, uh, well, the listeners are just time coming in thick and fast. We're going to be joined next hour by Josh Depp. So unexpected, so freaky, and absolutely terrifying. <laughs>
Yeah. Now, look, you've done a bit of acting, a bit of writing, a few of Precious. You've done a lot of stuff, Josh, but would people listening right now know you from anything on the radio, any voiceovers, anything like that? Uh, the answer to that question is no. Of course they would. They might. Well, uh, they wouldn't if they're in Melbourne. Uh, if they're in Sydney or Perth or a bunch of other, uh, bunch of other regional things, they would probably know my work from uh, a little segment called oh, John Howard's Diary, Kevin Ryan's Diary, Friday News Review, which all on the Southern Fox Broadcasting Network. Was that you doing Kevin Rudd on the chase the other night? Last week, yes, yes. Very nice. We, we're not going to just ask you to do all your voices. No. Uh, uh, well, I suppose. You'd have to name it. You'd have to name it for each voice. Ching! You have found a Ching found a mega It's at the end of the Mika song, so it'll be coming up in a moment. Ching! What we're going to do is, uh, you know, we've never done, because, you know, there used to be, what was it, who do you do? Oh, yeah. And what we like to do is we wait till uh, other radio shows have exhausted yeah. an idea, mm. and then we try and bring yeah, 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 yeah. the life on it. Get the of life on it. See if we can revive it. Let's do that. And, and just quickly, you've been overseas. You've been working in Hollywood. Yeah, no, no, New York. On your department. Mostly New York. Daddy, on. Hollywood isn't good enough for me. <laughs> Lockie Hume loves to do it. Angus Hansen loves to do oh. it. Drop a name. Just drop a name. Oh. Well, look, I was walking along there. I was walking along Fifth Avenue the other day. Yeah, right. While I was walking along Fifth Avenue, I crossed over to Madison Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Like, do I actually need a human name? Yeah, yeah. Just, just somebody. Bruce Springsteen. Give us a three for come on. Ripley, your name drop. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, the tree with a bag of cocaine. No, but she wasn't wearing any pants. Of course, where is she? And I knew it was her. Four name dropping gratuitous impressions. It's all coming up on this hour of Get This. Generals and Majors XTC here at Get This. It's Triple M. It's the second hour. Josh Zips is here. And then uh, they rushed to the hospital and then they found a whole lot of uh, gear. Ah, who'd have thought? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, she was a, such a wonderful role model. But can I just also say uh, congratulations to the promotions department here at Triple M? Yeah. Because I, I, I just came in from Sydney this morning and I got the rental car and I said, and I thought I should, I should tune into a little bit of Triple M. Yeah. And then the promotion goes, uh, you'll never guess what you're going to hear next. And immediately after that, was an ad for premature ejaculation and nasal spray. There you go. So, that's true. I hadn't, because I thought in my head, let that one. Jet, please stop. And instead, premature ejaculation and nasal spray. So, good on the triple M promotions department. Keeping the getting the nail right on the head. And then, of course, so what's the other one? Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. yeah. They go together. Yeah, we came up with an idea of just replacing all the uh, awkward and embarrassing words with. Sound effect. <laughs> Does Lindsay Lohan drive a V-dub? Sure. Because wouldn't that have been funny if they'd gone there and it was just like, bang, and then the headline, you know, could have been Herbie, fully loaded. Ah, that's good. Hey. With gear <laughs> filling out the back. Fuck it. Sorry, that would, make, that would have been rejected even. <laughs> Even for the uh, what? end of the week, all jokes must go. Oh, really? <laughs> Even for the loony bent. <laughs> the loony bent. It's funny. It's funny how sometimes people take it seriously, though. When you start. I was on a radio show last week in Sydney, and uh, I said, uh, I said that someone called up and said that um, that Johnny has new workplace work choices legislation yes. was treasonous. Right. I was just treason, right? And so then, uh, then the guy goes off, and I said, "Well, actually, treason is the only offence yeah. these days, which is a capital offence." Right. So no, if true. he's guilty of treason, then obviously, uh, unfortunately, he's going to have to be hanged. Right. <laughs> yeah. To get the electric chair, and then we got a fax the next day from an old lady going, oh, "Well, I don't agree." Yeah, that, that's how the, that's the mode of communication for crazy people these days. They can't work email. And they're, too, they're too frightened to call. Well, I disagree with Mr. Howard's policies. I, 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 I don't. I disapprove of, of Josh's. Uh, Josh's belief that Mr. Howard should be, uh, should be home. So can I just say to, to all of Australia right now, I don't, even though John Howard may be guilty of treason, <laughs> I don't advocate uh, hanging. I'm glad, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, that up. Yes, it's on the telly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah no. Look, if they can get it into Australia's got talent, then I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Got, I see all the papers, uh, all the Murdoch papers uh, running headlines look, could, like, uh, could uh, you know, Rudd's 
What business cost her husband the top job? Please, could it? Please, could it? <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good for like the rest of the year if it does. This is the Daily Telegraph, the Herald Sun in Melbourne. But it's one of those two-edged stories for Howard. Nice. Because the story is, oh, look, uh, Rudd's wife has used our legislation to do really well. But then the other side of that is, and clearly the legislation's shocking because she's misused it to underpay all <laughs> So which way do you want it? Which way do you want it? I don't know. We're pushing for the return of Kim Beasley on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Bring him back. Actually, yeah. I was in, I was in uh, at Josh's house the day that, uh, that Beasley got that in. Yeah. And, uh, in New York. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. And Rudd got the, and Rudd got put in. Yeah. And I remember Josh going, oh, that's a new impression I'm going to have to do. <laughs> and, you the, and you locked yourself yeah. in the room for two days. We couldn't see him for two days while he was getting his Rudd down. I was okay. waiting on my Rudd. And I, I got it. Sorry. I'll just say how much I miss Beasley. Yeah. We miss him because we love his music. is a complete dog's breakfast, an absolute dog's breakfast. And, uh, you know, tossing a few more cans of cow into the dog's breakfast will not, in fact, make a decent breakfast. Political discourse in Australia, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you guys have worked together. Yeah. You've done comedy shows. Yeah. I'm sure stuff went wrong. Yeah. But let's well, talk about that next. <laughs> Suddenly, I see here again. There's on Triple M. Josh Sims is sitting in. And tell me, uh, when did you used to work with Ed? Were you some kind of double? Well, Ed and I knew each other at university back at the, in the Hallowed Hall for Sydney University. We did improv right. together. We did theatre sports together. We got invited to the grand final of the Cranston Cup. We did the biggest improv event in, uh, wow. in Australia. Yeah, and we uh, nobody made love to imaginary ghosts like us. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, I'd play a cloud, and Ed'd be making love to a ghost. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty avant-garde stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'd just be a tree for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the audience would just leave. The auditorium would just be outside in the car park doing it. Exactly. And were you able to bribe the audience with lollies? Is this traditional at theatre schools? Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they come out, they'd have to always theme the shows. You'd be like, hey, we're doing you know an hour of improv. Maybe that's enough. No, 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 no. Audiences won't like that. We'll all be dressed as Vikings. That'll get them. And also a basket of minties. Yeah, good. Everybody loves minties. They come for the improv. They stay for the candy. Did you guys do a show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival? We did a couple of years ago. You could say that. You almost imagine that we told you about it. Well, I didn't know. I mean, was it high profile? Yes. Audiences ranging from about three to We had an audience of eight people at one point. The interesting thing about our show if it was on after another show. So it started very late at night. Right. And uh, we thought, okay, we should probably do some flyering, but we didn't, we couldn't be bothered. So yeah. we didn't do much flyering yeah. during the day. Yeah, exactly. We had stuff to do. We had trams to ride. We were excited. <laughs> so we, when we got there, the idea was that we would ask the audience that was already there if they'd like to stick around. Now, this is 11.30 at night, Richard. These people have had about 100 Midoris each. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, now I just had the show before us. It was just really, really torturous stand-up. And else was sophisticated political satire. Ours was called The Howard Years, featuring the Alexander Downer jazz dancer. Okay. It was basically an opportunity to do lots of political impressions. <laughs> so we had this, this rowdy mob of drunken, drunken audiences. We've been, like, filled to the room with bald jokes for an hour and a half. <laughs> and then we, Josh would come out doing, we would come out doing a very tasteful piece but I was Dr. Phil because it was the only impression I could do interviewing Kim Beasley and get nothing, nothing. <laughs> bring back the ball <laughs> we got the ball and the last night the last night we were like alright can we do it yeah come on let's, let's one once more into the breach how many bookings we got Neil okay who wants to stick yeah. around <laughs> nobody and we went, out, we went out into the lobby and three blokes three sad blokes were just sitting on the stairwell Waiting, waiting for us, waiting to come in. They were like, oh, can you, you going to do the show? We found this flyer. We're like, hey, <laughs> find, find the flyer. I'm like, sorry, we can't be bothered. And those sad three men were the Doug Anthony All-Star. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not true. Now, at some point, Josh, you've ditched it, Kevily. Yeah. yeah. And you've just 
gone over to the States and mm. bringing up a, a damn fine, interesting list of uh, shows that you've worked on. Mm. The later with Craig Kilborn, are you involved in that something? Uh, no. Oh, his less successful other project. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've been working on. What have you been working on? Now, isn't, well, isn't in your bio that you, <laughs> that you did 42nd Street on Broadway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny. Is this I a new resume? I'm not reading on a fluff resume. <laughs> it's actually rather amusing. I, uh, I, did a, uh, I did an improv, a big charity improv event on 42nd Street. In other words, the physical street. Oh, not the 42nd Street. Great. But, oh, wow. but, when, but then on, the, on my bio, and it was, with, it was with a bunch of great guys from Saturday Night Live and Conan and stuff, so I was very privileged. But when, when my bio got replicated online, <laughs> they, for some reason, decided to italicize 42nd Street. Wow. So as far as everyone's concerned now, I played on Broadway <laughs> in the musical entitled <laughs> You Played in Second Street, Played on Broadway in Toowoomba. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, uh, you are doing lots of stuff, aren't you? If it's sitting here confidential, you're working on a confidential late night <laughs> satirical news program. What does that mean? That was a that was a showcase that I did for uh, for uh, TBS, which is a production company in the states, yeah. uh, and uh, another showcase that I did uh, recently for ABC, the American ABC. Yes, yes. But uh, of course, uh, for visa reasons, I'm not able to talk about oh, okay. it because it was highly illegal. It's that green card trouble. That's not true. That's a lie, actually. So if the American consulate is listening, <laughs> it's all legitimate. It says here you can surely talk about how you've hosted Idol backstage. What is that? That's like? true. That's true. Well, last year, see, we, we did this Idol backstage thing, which was sometimes on the main show, and the, one, the stuff that wasn't on the main show would be online and on mobile phones and stuff. Mm. And uh, basically it entailed me going around doing pranks on Mark Holden. There you go. That's pretty much all it was. Well, did he ever tell it was a prank, or did he just think it was part of his daily life? He knew it was part of his daily life. Um, Marsha got a little bit irritated uh, mm. by the end of it. Uh, Kyle, obviously, well, I'm not going to say anything about Kyle. He's employed by this network, isn't he? <laughs> You'll get an email, apparently. <laughs> Somehow it will reach you. Uh, okay, well, look, there's so much here we can't talk about. There's so much with the word confidential. But one, thing, one thing that I did just recently do, though, now that just occurs to me, is I hosted a gay phone party in Toronto. Oh, oh man. That, see what you missed out on, Ed? Come on, man. This is the bad I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the good gig. Look, if you weren't here, if Tony hadn't, ab- ab- if you hadn't absconded to Tony, you'd be, you'd be hosting, you'd be living the high life hosting gay phone parties in Toronto as well. second banana at the phone party. <laughs> We've got impressions <laughs> coming up because Josh is known for his impression. You yeah. might have uh, heard him on the Chaser last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us no, don't give us a call yet because we've got to demonstrate some of our own really oh, great yeah. and dodgy impressions that yeah. we've been busting out on this show. Yeah, let's do that next. Three men are claiming paternity. <laughs> in case the ad breaks aren't finished in all states. Let's get this on Triple M. Good morning, everybody. Josh Zepps is with us. Good morning, Tony. Former comedy partner of Mr. Ed Kimmel. Those were the days. Remember the blank faces? (laughs) (laughs) That's still my claim to fame. Just remembering standing there and gazing out on a stadium. Empty chairs. Empty chairs. Clearing up with a couple of... With one guy up the back going... <laughs> I know that guy. I've worked with him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We love impressions, and the thing about this show is they don't have to be good. You know, a lot of shows demand that impressions are good. Josh, you do the odd impression. Is there, is there one you've had trouble getting, or, or is there one that's your favourite? Um, there, are, there, are, oh, there are so many things coming down the street. It's <laughs> Frank Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got their, well, everyone's got their Howard, but um, I, I, do, I do like my Howard. How does yours go? Oh, look, uh, I think if I had to uh, make some kind of uh, some kind of an attempt to um, to replicate the uh, the vocal speech patterns, no, 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 to uh, replicate the vocal uh, speech patterns of our illustrious uh, Prime Minister, uh, this would certainly uh, this would certainly not be the forum uh, in which I would attempt to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the other day on the show, we were struggling to remember which of the Beatles is which, because like you can picture them, mm. you can picture them, but actually separating the voices, and we worked out a former coffee sort of up there like this, and John Lennon started right back, right at the back of the road like that. Which was George Harrison, though, Mr. Barthorne? We couldn't work out George Harrison, could yeah. we? Sort of like, uh, all I can think of are the Simpsons episodes that all the Beatles yeah. did, except for Lennon. But your Ringo was the corker. Just give us a Ringo again. <laughs> Do it. Um, 
Okay, well, I'll quote him from the Simpsons episode. Here we go. Forgive the lateness of my reply. Does that sound right? Harvey Camera. Tony, what have you got for us? I've got a bit of uh, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, well, yes, let's hear it. 
Uh, hello, I'm Timothy Fry. You're reporting for KWYNT News. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm suggesting that that's better than the bloke who does it now. Yes. I, I think it might be. I, I, I actually took his job off him. Yeah. Mm. Who you the new one? Wasn't it just it's Jimmy Henson's son, isn't it? Yeah. So everyone's going, oh, well, respectful. Yeah, they do it. But frankly, it doesn't sound like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get rid of it. Hey, I've got another little one as well. Yeah. Listen to Bar and bite you to get there. I hate that guy. I don't know who he is. annoying. I reckon I should be doing that now. Really? Get rid of the bony who does it at the back, Blake. That's Blake. Who's next? Rod, how are you? No, it's Rob. Sorry, Rob. Uh, Rob, who have, you, who have you got for us? Uh, you want someone dodgy? I'll give you someone dodgy. Yeah. Hey, give me a box of those bags, cheese, balls, I want everything. Hey, what, you buy a head like this, you get a free bowl of soup? The thing I love about that is that it, not only is it a really good impression, but you've got you've memorized a, a full gag, yeah. like a full sentence. So you've been not fumbling for words. You're a Rodney fan? Uh, love a bit of Caddyshack, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can get a party started anyway, that guy. Hey, hey, I tell you, golf courses and cemeteries, the biggest waste of real estate there is, you know? Step <laughs> <laughs> on a duck. <laughs> okay, that is gold. We love a bit of Rodney. Uh, can we go, well, more dexterous than that? Hello, Dan. How are you? Uh, g'day. How's it going? We're good, man. Who do, and, uh, and who have you got for us? I got uh, a bit of crusty. A bit of crusty? Yeah. Uh, are you referring to a Simpsons character? <laughs> <or something else? laughs> Yeah. All right, take it away, Krusty. Sex uh, cauldron. Oh, I thought you put that plate down. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Can you do it? How's your Homer? Uh, I got no Homer, Ed. I agree with you. It's very, very hard. It's very yeah. hard. It's almost impossible. I've never heard. The only thing that comes close is Tony when you're trying to do who? <laughs> <laughs> when I try and do Rodney Danger. Yeah, when you try and do Rodney Danger. Danger, no respect. See, that, that sounds like Thank you, Dan. And from Dan, we move to Dan. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Oh, we're good, man. What have you got for us? Um, just an interview you did a couple of weeks ago when you talked to a Brisbane guy and you decided to open your lunch halfway through. Yeah, you can do an impression of that? Oh, it wouldn't be hard. Let's hear it. Is that all we got? That's your family live on radio around the nation. Beautiful. Everyone gets. A can of Heinz Indian Snatches, so don't go away. So people. lucky. Hi, Brad, how are you? I'm good, how are you guys? Excellent, mate. Who have you got for us? Uh, I've got two. I've got uh, Yoda and Christopher Walken. Oh. Let's, have, uh, let's have Yoda first, young man. All right. Shark bus. Car stuff in average. I get this, but it's not great not these things. <laughs> That's a long time listener right there. What was the first word short, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh. It often is on this program. <laughs> Have we got Christopher Walken there by any chance? Now, I, I was walking down the street the other day, and I was listening to this radio show, and I, I thought to myself, get this, these guys, they're, they're crazy. <laughs> pretty good, Brad. Well, actually, that was pretty dodgy, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, you'd have to, you'd, we'd have to be able to see you, because there's a lot in your eyes as well. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot in, I, I was shrugging as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a lot of shrugging. shrugging. Oh, there was shrugging. Yeah, I got it. shrugging, Brad. And let's remember, we did want dodgy, so yeah, are we going to boot home with? Now, Prawny, are you there? Hell yeah. And now, <laughs> he's excited. <laughs> Prawny, hit us with it, and then we'll guess who it is. Okay, this is uh, Chewbacca. Well, all right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he followed instructions too. Go for it, Prony. Chewbacca gargling. That's pretty good, Prony. Yeah. Chewbacca with mouthwash. You could also do that for the, uh, the sound of the cars in the distance. It could be two things. It could be. Possibly could be Darren Lockyer after a game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good football show? That's a great football show. Really <laughs> Let's celebrate with a quick Jetson. Can I just say to the people who are listening, it's actually funnier watching Tony do that sound effect than just listening to it. Can we have another one, Brilliant. Many things are funnier. If watched, uh, this is the show to call with your dodgy impressions. I think we've had enough for one day. It's beautiful. Because uh, next up, I'm not sure what it is that we've got, but people are calling for the beater. Oh, let's have him next. Thank you, you Scottish person, you Paolo Martini. Hello. He's Scottish out here again. This on Triple M. Josh Zips is sitting in. We were going to uh, have a bit of Kim Beasley because people seem to have forgotten him. 
and we're saying no yeah. is the future of the ALP. Mm. Rudd's dead in the water. Fade mm. Bring back the visa. Mm. We haven't got time for that clip. Uh, so what we want to do is just ask, you've been travelling on planes, haven't yeah. you, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Are you the bloke who floated that theory that was quite popular on our show well, for a while? Well, yeah. this is the thing. There's an article in the paper today. The most, one of the most annoying things uh, a survey of 2,000 people has said is that is, is fatties on planes. Oh. I don't think it says fatties. <laughs> no, I don't think it quite says it that uh, way. Hogging the armrest. Yes. And I want to bring this up with you, Josh. <laughs> well, Ed, 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 Ed is what? Because I'm the fattest man in the world and I hog every armrest. No, that's not why you bring it up. You bring it up because last time you were staying with me in New York in mm. January, mm. You, you were subject to my tirade <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> against fat people on the airplane. Because, and I'm sorry if you're fat. You know, <laughs> you know. Anyway, <clears throat> so I was discriminated against when I was getting on the plane because I, I had, my bag was overweight. I had one gun. I had one gun. <laughs> <laughs> my bag was four pounds overweight. And so the lady at the check-in counter goes, well, you're going you're gonna to have to pay a surcharge. Right. And I was like, fair enough, I suppose. But the, the thing is, the guy who was checking in in front of me, mm. he would have weighed about 150, 160 kilos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, his weight is fine. I'm the one who has to pay the surcharge yeah, because yeah. I'm choosing yeah. to put my stuff in a bag yeah. instead of in my belly. Yeah, and the only way that I can get around it, as far as the airline's concerned, is if I if I had, if I ate my luggage, <laughs> then I'd be fine. It'd be brilliant. So, so here's my theory that I fleshed out when Ed was in New York. Well, well it took a long time. time. That you should have a weight allotment. Yeah, and when you come up when you check in, you get on the scale as well. Yeah, so if you're anorexic and you weigh like 80, you know, well, what, I guess 50 kilos. Yeah, then that's fine. You get to bring on board like a you know baby elephant or something. But if you weigh 160 kilos, yep. then you have a choice to make. You can either pay a surcharge or bring one skittle. Or bring one skittle. <laughs> or put down your slurpee and start jogging around the airport <laughs> until you check in. That's a, it's a really sensible idea. I'm sure it would be quite popular. Do you reckon? Well, I don't know. I always say this. I got on a plane once and saw Ricky May. They were taking out the armrest so that he could sit in two seats. Did he pay for two seats? I don't think he would have. No. No. Because that would be discriminating against poor singers. (laughs) (laughs) There was a case in the States where a woman actually took Southwest Airlines to court on uh, saying that she shouldn't have to pay for two seats, even though she was taking up two seats. Spilling out. That's an injustice. Yeah. That is an injustice. Well, whatever your bulk, you can take advantage of the Get This podcast. I will link I think there's a new one. Is it going up today? I think it won't be ready for tomorrow because there's so much sizzle in there. Can I just say, as a resident of New York, where I can't get this, get the this all the time via the podcast. Oh, how down in New York? It's just so easy. It's right the New York City metro subway while listening to Tony and Ed talk crap. There you go. Buy the Triple M website. Triple forward slash get this, or you can go straight to iTunes. Yep. And I think uh, tomorrow we're putting up Fleetcast to uh, the first person to get us uh, a second ever yep. special devoted cast. I think that'll be Podcast 88. Gee, it's been a long time since Podcast. <laughs>